Vatican Viewpoint, the church in the world seen from Rome. A podcast produced by Vatican Radio. I'm your host, Devin Watkins. They say the Christians should forgive. Yes, we are forgiving. We want to forgive, but we should know whom to forgive. Four years have passed since eight terrorists allegedly linked to the so-called Islamic State wrought destruction in Sri Lanka on Easter Sunday, 2019. We are a church that is able to take on an evil establishment like the Sri Lankan government. It is only the Catholic Church that has the wherewithal because we are an international organization. We have representatives in Geneva, in New York, and we have also all kinds of different Catholic presence in many parts of the world. Father Julian Patrick Pereira joins us this week on Vatican Viewpoint. We're tracing out the paths of justice or lack thereof that have been pursued for the 261 people who were killed and over 500 others who were wounded in what became known as the Easter Sunday bombings. It was 8.35 a.m. on April 21, 2019, and Catholics were gathered in their hundreds at the shrine of St. Anthony in Colombo for one of the most solemn masses of the year to mark the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Suddenly, a blast ripped through the crowd of faithful, killing over 50 people. Twenty minutes later, at St. Sebastian's Church in Negombo, another suicide bomber set off his deadly munitions, killing upwards of a hundred people. Then, evangelical Christians at the Zion Church on Batikloa Island suffered the same fate. This time, the majority of victims were children playing in the courtyard during recess from Sunday school classes. Another explosion in Colombo hit guests at the Shangri-La Hotel about the same time, and two more blasts hit a guest house and a housing complex in the early afternoon. This is a shameful thing for us to even speak on because we are Sri Lankan ourselves, having had four years of the whole process of trying to find justice to the Easter Sunday attacks. The first unfortunate thing is that there has been no proper investigation completed on the whole issue because if it's a crime, naturally it has to be investigated fully and then you go for the legal issues of filing charges. But a detailed investigation is precisely what the church in Sri Lanka says has never actually happened, alleging a cover-up by the government. Father Pereira works as a secretary for the legal team of the Archdiocese of Colombo. The people who were involved in the investigation, especially the criminal investigation department members, were all removed from the investigation itself. So on the other hand, there is also a kind of eyewash lawsuit that has been brought against about 25 members of the so-called terrorist movement. But those charges are kind of very surface level and also... To tell you the truth, the case has about 23,000 charges, which means, according to lawyers, they say that this lawsuit can never be completed because how can you bring 23 charges into question and cross-examine so many hundreds of people? So you can see that there is a very clear cover-up. 
in the first place. Despite the holdup, some progress was made in mid-January 2023 when Sri Lanka's Supreme Court issued a civil conviction of negligence against former President Maithripala Sirisena and four top security officials for failing to act on intelligence pointing to a possible terrorist attack in the run-up to the Easter Sunday bombings. They were also forced to pay over a quarter million U.S. dollars in compensation to the families of the victims. There is already a victory on our part because there were 12 uh, fundamental rights cases that were brought against the people who are responsible. And the former president of Sri Lanka, Maitripala Sirisena, and also the high officials of the security establishment were convicted and they were found guilty of negligence and they have been asked to pay compensation. But there is another problem in terms of accomplishing anything legally. The Attorney General's Department has to file criminal charges against those who were convicted of negligence. But that has also not been done. Cardinal Malcolm Ranjith, the Archbishop of Colombo and Father Pereira's boss, has come out forcefully in the wake of the attacks, calling incessantly for justice. We are not trying to be personally vindictive about these people. But there must be proper procedure, at least for us to forgive them, because they say the Christians should forgive. Yes, we are forgiving. We want to forgive. But we should know whom to forgive, because when we don't know who has done this, because that can be repeated again against our people or against any other Buddhist or Islamist or whatever. So that is why our struggle, our attempt with the leadership of Cardinal of Colombo, Malcolm Ranjit, that we want the truth being revealed. Now the Sri Lankan church is urging the United Nations to invoke universal jurisdiction to carry out an in-depth investigation, especially since 45 foreign nationals were killed in the Easter Sunday bombings. We are pushing for a resolution from the United Nations Human Rights Council to try to have a universal jurisdiction and also to investigate at an international level. And also maybe a legal procedure can be initiated outside Sri Lanka. So that's one of those things that we are trying, which is not very easy because you have to, in Sri Lanka, finding facts and figures and bringing all the witnesses and evidences together and winning a case is is a job and a half. But then again, international level, it will be even more. But I think this is our Christian calling and in our prophetic role. I believe that we have to do it and we are convinced that we will do it as well. listening to Vatican Viewpoint. This week we're marking a grim anniversary as four years have passed since suicide bombers carried out the Easter Sunday bombings in Sri Lanka. We know that there was a political hand to it. We know that there was an invisible power behind the scene, behind the curtain, which was never revealed. Now let's get another perspective. Father Shanil Jayawardena is the Director of Communications for the Oblates of Mary Immaculate, a missionary religious order with a heavy presence in Sri Lanka. The Criminal Investigation Department says that they are continuing with with the investigations, but uh, the Church, the Catholic Church in Sri Lanka, the Bishop's Conference, and the people in general, not only the Catholics, the people in general believe that it is uh, it has come to a standstill because uh, none of the main culprits have been taken into custody. And that is why we say the real truth will never come out. As the years pass, the church refuses to give up hope for justice. The church has been very prophetic over the last few years, especially after the Easter Sunday attacks. The church has uh, the priests, the religious, and also the lay leaders have joined the peaceful protesters 
to tell the people to tell the government you have to do something and we have always done our best up to this point as the church but it is not enough we have to do more Catholics are not alone in their struggle for truth Interreligious harmony has been an unexpected side effect of the bombings in Sri Lanka, where 70% are Buddhists, 12% are Hindu, 10% are Muslim, and Christians 7%. Thanks to the Easter Sunday attacks, the harmony between all the the working together among the religious leaders has been really good. The Muslim leaders have great respect to the to the Catholic leaders and also the leaders among the Buddhist monks have always worked together. with the catholic church once again to bring to justice all the culprits of the easter sunday attacks we have worked together with the buddhist monks and the muslim leaders as well and also the hindu leaders there have been some clashes over the years especially between the muslims and the extremist uh, buddhist leaders but since the easter attacks the relationship has been all good and it's improving last thing Father Shanil has no doubt the church in his home country will succeed in its mission among a battered people. We as the Catholic Church, we do our best to give hope to the people because once you lose hope, I believe that's the end of the story. But I believe that if we come together as a nation, if we come together as people of Sri Lanka, in spite of our differences, in spite of our religious and racial differences, I'm sure we can show to the world that we can raise up once again as a nation and this is my hope and this is my prayer as well every day each and every passing day thank you for joining us here on Vatican Viewpoint we'll be back again next week